Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Good morning, guys. Welcome back to Not Your Typical with Not Your Typical fitness lover, Kayla Nolan. I thought today I would start a new segment on the podcast called Thoughts and Opinions. And maybe I'll do this like once a month, once every two months, whenever there's been like a lot of trends going on in social media, just so I can kind of give my two cents, my opinion, and honestly just have like a fun little chat with you guys. It's not that deep. And I feel like I always am constantly reminding you guys this, but I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a mental health professional. I'm nothing of the sorts. I just love talking about topics that I really care about for myself. And yeah. I am a personal trainer, so if I am talking about fitness, I do try and go the scientific route a lot of the time, but I also don't want to be boring on this podcast or repetitive, so we try and keep it lighthearted if you guys are new, but yeah, I just love talking about things that I'm passionate about, my life experiences, and today we're going to talk about some really fun stuff, but before we get into it, I feel like I have so much to share with you guys today. I usually try and keep my intros like 10 minutes long, so I got to squeeze everything in, but let's start off with my not your typical obsession this week, something that was not typical to my life. And it's actually funny. I feel like I used to talk about like my morning routine a lot. And I mean, the entire world of social media used to talk about this during quarantine when we all had a lot of time to just like almost reset our lives and really focus on the little habits. But I've shared with you guys multiple times across the past two years as life got really busy, as work got really busy. I feel like I just have a work mindset where I wake up and the first thing I want to do is jump into work and it's really hard for me not to do that but I feel like I've been falling down that hole for a while like the past couple of months I just feel like I have been treading water and I've been super busy I've had a lot of social plans and I just came to a point this weekend I was actually watching my friend Chelsea's Instagram story she has a podcast what we said so she might have talked about this on her podcast but she was just saying that she kind of wanted to do a little reset of her life and just really prioritize things that make her feel good and what really stuck out to me was she was saying that every morning she was really disciplined with herself to just wake up not go on her phone Also, don't quote me because I feel like it might have been a little bit different, but these are the things that I decided to incorporate was not going on my phone, waking up, going, making my coffee, coming back to bed, journaling, writing my five minute journal, reading out of a five minute meditation book, which is called Journey to the Heart, and also reading on my Kindle. Those are the things that I was like, I actually think that I could do this every single day. And the past couple of days I've incorporated it. And it's nothing crazy to my life. Like these are things that I've done sporadically across the past couple of years. But just recently in my life, I feel like maybe I'll do like one thing or maybe I'll 
grab my phone in the morning for an hour, go on it, scroll, catch up on emails, and then I get to my morning routine. And I just decided this week after seeing her post and how good she's felt and how clear-minded and all the things that she was sharing, that gave me so much motivation. I was like, I want to get back to feeling like that. And I feel like it does start with discipline. And yeah, the past couple of days, I think it's been like three or four days since I started doing that. And I just feel really good. So instead of waiting around to get to all these little things that I usually do throughout the day, I'm just starting my day like that and being really disciplined with myself not to go on social media, not to go on my email, honestly, not text or anything. But I also today decided to incorporate working out before that and I didn't touch my phone until after my workout and I genuinely feel like it made me feel so good today. So I really want to try and do that. Obviously, anytime I add like a challenge or something into my life, if one morning I wake up, my mom's calling me or one morning I wake up, my best friend's calling me and I decide to go on my phone, that's fine. I just thought it was really motivating to kind of incorporate that this weekend it made me feel good so it's like a little morning reset my not your typical dislike is kind of a sad one I actually have two today the first one if you guys keep up with me on the podcast or YouTube or Instagram you saw that I was in Arizona last week for my birthday probably the best birthday I've had like I've never fully chilled as much as I did that day because me and my mom went to a spa and it was just the two of us there honestly was like nobody at the spa like I think we saw like three people and it was just the best day. We had food, we swam, we had our massages, they had like a tea center. Oh my gosh, it was so nice. So I had the best birthday, hung out with all my friends in Arizona, didn't vlog, honestly just kind of took the week off and it was a really good week. But the bitter part of the week, my favorite spin studio, literally the spin studio I started spinning at and have been obsessed with every single time I've gone back to Arizona is closing. It's called the Madison and they're closing the Tempe location, which is the location I went to because I lived by ASU's campus. So I would legit walk there sometimes and uh, I'm just so sad that it's closing because it's something I look forward to so much when I go to Arizona. And on top of it, I know how impactful that gym is because it changed my life. It helped me at literally such a low point mentally. Like I needed spin and I didn't even know it. And also I tell people all the time, the Madison is just so different than any studio I've been to because it genuinely feels like best friends. Like I feel like I could talk to anybody. I could talk to the front desk people. I could talk to the members. I could talk to the coaches. Like it's such an inviting community and the workout's so much fun. They have the best like lighting, the sound, the music, the coaches. It's just so much fun. And even the movement, like the choreography that the coaches come up with there is so different than any spin studio I've been to so I'm so extremely sad that it's closing luckily they're still keeping the Scottsdale location open so I'll definitely go there when I'm home but I just feel like the comfortableness of the Tempe location is what I'm gonna miss yeah that was just a bitter part of the week uh but yeah if you're in Arizona go to Holland go to Katie go to Reagan until the studio closes I'm so sad about that I have two dislikes this week. Usually I don't. I did write down that I've been feeling super scattered the past two weeks just because we've had nonstop plans. Like my dad came into town, then our best friends came into town with their two dogs, and then we went to Arizona, and now my parents are in town. It's just been so hectic, and it's good because we love enjoying our summer, and it's so much fun to host and everything. It's just a lot. I'm sure if any of you guys have ever hosted anybody, it's just a lot, and I was just talking to my friend JC about this because 
we were saying because we live in California, everybody wants to come to us and we're constantly hosting people. We're constantly hosting their vacation. And it's just funny because one, we're not on vacation. We're at home. Hunter and I were talking about how it feels like we go on vacation when we have guests here, but we haven't taken a vacation in so long. The last time we took a little trip was Santa Barbara for our anniversary and it was only a couple days and it was also in California. And we say that like an Airbnb with Coco. So it hasn't been like a full vacation feeling since honestly, we lived in Arizona and we would come to California. So we we're like, we should plan something fun. We just don't know what yet. But yeah, my only dislike that I can complain about this week is just feeling a little scattered and all over the place. But I kept like some certain things in my routine this past couple of weeks that made me feel a little bit sane, like even just getting my work done in the morning sticking with the podcast schedule all that but I definitely have fallen behind on YouTube and like everything else so I'm very sorry about that but it's honestly very hard to 24-7 keep up with a job that's so demanding when you also want to like go on vacation and everything but not complaining about my job that's just something that I've noticed is hard for me is to do this job it's like you're expected to be on 24-7 but I try to have work-life balance and I've actually been having a lot more work-life balance in my life. So I'm almost not used to the feeling of taking breaks. And then I feel almost guilty for taking breaks because I'm like, oh, I have a community to show up for. But I do know that you guys like want me to take breaks and don't want me to work myself literally into the ground and burn myself out. So we're good. Um, My word for next week is going to be optimistic. I chose this word because kind of want to switch it up. I want to go work out of the house. I want to maybe switch up my content, show different things, try different things. I don't know. I just want to be optimistic and not kind of be stuck in my ways because I feel like every single time I try something new or I switch things up, it always inspires me. So yeah, that's my word for the week. I'm actually about to go work out of the house today with my mom. We're going to go to Starbucks and bring her laptops and stuff. And I feel like even just little things like that, that are out of the norm. I feel like I do kind of go to coffee shops a lot now, but like two years ago, one year ago, like I wasn't doing that all the time and I've never gone with my mom. So to me, that's like switching it up. I know I'm kind of lame, but yeah, I'm excited to do that today. Really quick before we get into the actual bulk of the episode, I'm going to talk about the sponsor for today's episode, which is ZocDoc. That's spelled Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash typical T-Y-P-I-C-A-L. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patiently reviewed that take your insurance and are available when you need them. I'm the type of person who will kind of overthink things or if I see something on TikTok, I'll end up spiraling. I feel like I'm definitely not alone in that. I could spiral and just go through a rabbit hole. I just don't feel that way anymore because I know that I have ZocDoc and they also treat almost every single condition under the sun. You guys can go to ZocDoc.com typical and download the ZocDoc app for free. Once you download it, then you can find and book a top rated doctor today. Many are available actually within 24 hours. That's spelled Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash typical t-y-p-i-c-a-l zocdoc.com slash typical thank you zocdoc for sponsoring today's podcast anyway let's get into the episode the first topic i wanted to just talk about is cycle syncing i feel like that's kind of become a buzzword on tiktok and i feel like every time i talk to somebody they ask me that question like a lot of friends in my personal life who know that i have my personal training license they'll be like 
hey, is cyclosyncing good for workouts and switching it up and all these things? So I thought maybe some of you guys have had that question. And I just wanted to start off by saying I can share how I feel fitness wise, but I haven't even read enough studies that help me understand the hormone side of it, the food side of it all of the things that we kind of see online. And for me personally, if I don't have a lot of information, I'm just not gonna devote my time to trying out a trend because I just feel like for me in the wellness world, if something is trending, I have to be very picky about who I trust for one and two, what's worth my time because it does take a lot of energy to fully switch up your routine. And yes, things can be motivating like for me, saying I'm going to try Pilates and switch up my entire workout routine. Yes, that's motivating for me. Obviously open to like finding new studies and dietitians who talk about this and stuff. I just want to make sure that I'm educating myself. So the only tip I can give anybody is before you do anything, before you change up your entire routine to do research. Research is so important. Make sure you're researching things to the full as well. Like you want to make sure that the information I'm receiving is actual factual scientific information and coming from sources that I trust. But in terms of the fitness side of it, I think the gist of cycle syncing that I've found on the internet is a lot about going along with your cycles, like your follicular cycle, and making sure that the exercise that you're doing during that time in your cycle matches the energy level that you have because there's going to be times where you feel more fatigued some weeks in different cycles and therefore me going to spin for example might not match up as well with my cycle because I don't have a lot of energy so I'm almost pulling from what I don't have and I think it all comes down to that feeling of we know ourselves best So for me, I do have a workout routine that I do every single week. It's not changing every week of the month just based off of my cycles personally, but I've always said that I work out intuitively because I do listen to myself. So if I wake up on my period and I have terrible cramps, I'm not going to work out. Maybe I'll go on a light walk and even if it's a Tuesday and usually I do legs on a Tuesday, that doesn't mean I'm going to force myself to go do legs just because I wrote in that schedule for myself. I fully listen to my body and I think that for me personally, I don't cycle sync. I would never label myself as cycle syncing. I would just say I work out intuitively where I do listen to myself and maybe that's not the answer you guys are looking for because I know a lot of people want a yes or no. Should I do this? Yes. Should I do this? No. And I tell you guys all the time, people on the internet are not going to be able to tell you exactly the routine that works for you because we aren't you and we don't have all the facts. The next topic I thought we would talk about is clean, quote-unquote, skincare. I feel like I use this word a lot, and I actually try not to use the word clean as much just because it's like, what does clean mean? Because clean could mean two different things to do two different people, but even like if you go on the Sephora website, there's a section that says clean, or if you go on the Nordstrom website, there's a section that says clean. For me, I have very, very sensitive skin and I have been purchasing from those areas on websites and trying to do my research with the products that I'm using and the brands that I'm using. And I personally don't like fragrance in my makeup. I don't want all of my products to have poor clogging ingredients. So I do feel that this trend is realistic to my life. Do I have any products in my routine that aren't 
quote unquote clean with that little stamp of approval yes 100 percent. i feel like with anything it's like i don't go zero to 100 with anything and it's not realistic because i do have makeup products that i love and i've been using for years that are way more affordable that i'm going to still purchase over other things that maybe don't work as well on me or are way more expensive you know so i think i just try to make an effort to do as many products as I can that are clean and that feel good on my skin. And I do think that I notice a huge difference with those clean skincare products than I do with products that have those ingredients that are problematic for sensitive skin, honestly. And there are apps that you can download that if you scan the label, it'll tell you exactly what ingredients are in the product and what they do for your skin. And I feel like that's the best way to go for it because if you can find the products that are in skincare that don't work well with your skin, then you know what to avoid and then you just know it works for your skin. So that's what I've done. I know that fragrance doesn't feel good on my skin and there's also just certain brands like Shawnee Darden, Primarily Pure, Osea, Elemis. Those are all brands that I use on my skin and I just know that I'm going to feel good when I use them. So I constantly continue to use them. My friend Lily actually is really interested in clean skincare and she teaches me a lot and she does a lot of research on it. So if you guys want to follow her TikTok, she gives a lot of recommendations actually for skincare products and makeup products that work really well that are also clean. Do your own research on it, but I find it's really important for me to have a clean deodorant because it's right in my armpits. If you guys don't know, we have sweat glands in our armpits. So that's opening up as we sweat. And if you put deodorant right there, it's just like a access point to your body and yeah, there's just some nasty ingredients and some deodorants that I literally grew up using. So yeah, it's just about finding the products that feel really good on your skin. I don't think it's like a zero to hundred thing for me at least. I definitely do really like the clean skincare buzzword going around. Um, okay, the next one I thought would be fun to touch on is like the quote unquote perfect aesthetic online. I feel like maybe because I do follow a lot of influencers and bloggers in my realm of the internet, like home, fitness, food, fashion, I think that I've just become very like used to the aesthetics and I go on Pinterest a lot, but I recently have kind of taken a step back and kind of had a bird's eye view with aesthetics and I am just trying not to feel like everything needs to be like perfect. You know what I mean? And I think that this topic is kind of hard to talk about because one, obviously, if you followed me for a while, you know that I do post a lot of aesthetic quote unquote content in my opinion, like my aesthetic. Everyone always says to me, oh, like you have such a specific aesthetic. I feel like online, especially the reason why you would consider my content quote-unquote aesthetic is because I do put an effort into it and I feel like those two words can kind of get mixed up effort in content and then like being aesthetic or unrealistic so I have definitely tried to take a step back from only posting aesthetic content especially like on YouTube and my podcasts and really diving deep into situations but at the same time a lot of the quote-unquote non-aesthetic things in my life I'm not filming so I try not to get in my head about it but I do feel like social media has created this very perfect idea of what life should look like and I think it's just important for us all to remember that one, nobody's life looks like it does online and I will be the first person to say I literally have such a 
more vibrant life offline than I do online. And I have struggle offline, but I also have a lot more to my life offline than what I share just because I need that for my mental health. I need to be able to have moments to myself. And it's honestly really hard to capture everything. Like I'll go do something and then after I'll be like, oh, that would have been really fun to like take a photo there or post that and share that with everybody. But I literally forgot because I was living in the moment or it just wasn't the time to take out my phone. A lot of the time, yes, I do take photos if I'm with a friend or if we go to lunch or something and I get a cute picture of our food before we eat it and then I'll post that because that's the content that I took. But I think that's what creates that unrealistic standard of what life looks like. And I feel like this is another reason why I've been trying to stay off my phone in the morning because I instantly go into that feeling of I'm not doing enough or they're more happy than me. They're doing more than me. Their life is so perfect. All those things when someone could be doing the same thing to me and I was just having a conversation with my friend about this too because they were just talking about how successful a lot of their friends are and I was like that's so funny because I look at you and I think the same thing and I think oh my gosh she's so successful I want to be at that point and I want to reach that and it's funny when you think of someone that you look up to so much as feeling that same way as you do but about someone else and it just made me take a step back and think wow like I need to feel that way about myself too and I think that's just the important reminder to keep in your head when you are scrolling through Pinterest or Instagram at all these perfect photos and know that what you're doing is enough and I definitely am guilty of getting lost in it and I feel like I just recently really have been taking away taking steps away from that and it's made me feel like I don't need to be perfect I don't need to have the cutest outfit I don't need to have the cutest home decor I don't need to do this and this and this do I want to do that at some point do I want to look cute on my birthday do I want to make my home feel cozy yes but I just need to make sure I'm doing it for me and that's another important thing if aesthetics make you happy if cute photos make you happy then do it I think that's great like you found a passion in your life and that's something that I'm passionate about so I'm not gonna say it's a bad thing obviously not I'm gonna continue to post my cute breakfast and cute little beach days and all those things but I just think it's important to also remember that there's a real real side of life that sometimes we're not seeing and grass isn't always greener on the other side so just remember that my last one I wanted to talk about is hot girl walks just because it's such a like trending little buzzword that I feel like was super viral probably like a year ago and I feel like I don't really use that word that much maybe I don't know in the past I probably did but I am so here for hot girl walks because this past week I've just been like putting my headphones on and going on a walk by myself a lot of the time I'll go on a walk with a friend or I'll go on a walk with Hunter or with Coco and I love doing that but in addition to that I also want to spend time with myself and I used to drive really far to go to my gym so I would listen to my podcast on the way to the gym and lately I don't have a far drive to the gym so I'd have no time really to listen to podcasts so I really want to try and make an effort to listen to my podcast while I walk or just do nothing while I walk like no headphones or anything I feel like that to me is like really good it's really nice to be out in nature and just have my thoughts and stuff but I think I do get enough of that podcasts are just something I love a lot so I try and listen to them as they come out some of my friends have podcasts some of my favorite podcasts drop weekly so I personally just love it. It's like definitely a self-care moment for me because I am such a podcast person. 
And yeah, I've just been loving going on hot girl walks, whatever you want to call it. I feel like sometimes when we label things, it does give it that like romanticize your life factor, which you guys know I like. So I'm here for the hot girl walks. I will continue hot girl walking with Hunter, with Coco. Anybody can hot girl walk. And I just think it's a fun way to kind of motivate people to go on walks. And honestly, walking is one of the best things that we can do for our body. It's low impact. It is a way to increase our cardio. It's a way to get our motivation up. It's a way to switch up your environment. It's a way to be out in nature. Or if you go to a gym, it's a way to get yourself to the gym. There's just so many benefits to walking. So I personally do walk. I say that I would say I honestly probably walk once or twice a day. I'd say probably two miles, honestly. And yeah, I think maybe because I do have a dog, it gets me a lot more active, but I've been noticing a lot this summer just with the weather being nice. We've been walking a lot more consistently and it's made me feel really good, not only in my lifts, not only in the actual walk itself, but by the end of the day, I just feel really good and it's just such a good addition to my life. So if you needed a, mo- a reminder to go on your walks, to maybe ask a friend to go on a walk, then do it. But Thank you guys so much for listening. Let me know if there's any episodes that you guys want me to record, if there's any people you want me to bring on. I thought it'd be really fun actually in the rest of the year to set a goal to start traveling and doing in-person maybe video podcasts or just in-person podcasts with some guests of friends I've made in the industry or even people I don't know. But yeah, just like renting a little podcast studio, maybe flying to Florida and recording with Brinley or Sydney or I don't know just honestly flying everywhere I feel like it'd be really fun to travel for the podcast and I really prefer having people in person to do an episode with I feel like that's why I don't do a lot of guest episodes because I want the quality to be as good as possible for you guys and I feel like in person nothing matches it like like zoom I don't know it's just like it honestly gives like an awkward conversation when it's over zoom I don't know why like maybe that's just me but you know like the connection is a little bit off Uh, I don't know I just way prefer being in person with people and I do really want to have more guests on the podcast so and I hope you guys have the best week